Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness, the Young and Empowered Edition. Uh, you all know Samir. Samir has uh, been on the show several times. He is my co-host for the Young and Empowered. And um, I'm just going to hand over to him because we've got a list of topics that we're going to uh, talk about, and I'm going to have him get us started on it. Samir, welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me once again, Atusa. I'm uh, so excited to be back here on Young and Empowered. And we have such a slew of topics to get spoken about today. And I just I can't wait to, to start speaking. Thanks for having me. Thanks for everybody who's watching in advance. And um, I just want to get started with the whole idea of you know, the youth, and, and uh, I even include myself in this, with this whole epidemic of self-medicating, right? So we are living in the most uncertain world that we probably have ever lived in in a long time. And um, a lot of people, men especially, have a hard time seeking help to, to fix the root cause of their issues. And they... They tend to go down to self and self-medicating path. And I feel like that's an important topic we need to discuss today. Is yes. Um, I agree. And Samir, you would be happy about this. I, I'm recently getting more male clients, which is like I'm I'm like amazed. I'm like, Let's wow, go. things are Let's shifting. Go. Let's I go. Yes. I, it's I love just to hear more that. and more they're coming and uh, seeking help because it's not working. It, what right. they're doing is not working. And the self-medicating, um, it comes in different forms. I've seen it there. It's either um, can be, uh, I, I think people are stepping sort of more aware from alcohol. Um, mm -hmm. But now the newest thing that I keep hearing from everybody is microdosing, mushrooms. And, right. you know, and I get that too, like, you know, well, do you uh, work with people? Um, and I think people have lost the fact that um, for the shamanic healing and for any type of healing, those ancestral healings that they did, that they use plant medicine, it wasn't, um, oh, I'm going to use the plant medicine to get away from myself or go into right. something else but it was more used as a self-discovery tool to show you. And that's why they always said, you know, you got to be ready when you take those things. You got to be prepared. You got to be in a safe environment. You got to be in a place that you know you are guided even. Um, right. Because there's a guidance that's needed with those things because you're going in there to face your demons, basically. Mm -hmm. Face yourself. And... Um, but the way I feel like um, it's shifting right now, the new popular thing is microdosing. Um, I, I, I know there's advantages there, but just like everything else, even like exercise, yes, it's got advantages, but you don't want to take it too far. You don't want to use it as a tool to escape. Right. So right. Um, what are you seeing out there? Uh, just exactly what you said. I feel like there's never a one size fit all solution mm -hmm. for situations like this. And, and there's definitely testimonies out there for people who have successfully microdosed, whether it be 
for LSD or psychedelics, any type of, you know, compound that allows you to escape the confines of this reality and make you aware of, you know, the multi-dimensions that exist. Um, and you're completely right. It could be very dangerous because one, for one, if, you know, you're not knowing where you're getting these things from, what they're cut with, if you could potentially get something called a bad trip. And it's a lot of people are, it's irreversible. You know, it's, it does a lot of damage to the brain. And it just boils down to personally escaping your reality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the reality thus far, you know, that has been developed is just so unbearable that you, you, you need to cope by using an outside substance, whether it be alcohol, whether it be marijuana, whether it be mushrooms, whether it be LSD. And granted, I'm not talking down on these things because it's helped a lot of people, but addressing the root cause, I feel like, should be step number one. You know, you got mm-hmm. you got to you have to be comfortable entering that introspective world, going inside, and an attempt to face these demons or these these uh these shortcomings or these these problems that you're having internally without that. And like you know, you, it, you never want to force the issue. If something happens organically and it feels right. You know, I'm a firm believer in going ahead and going with the flow and and doing what feels right. But if it's forced and then if you you develop a dependency, something, I feel, uh I think we disconnected here. Let's see. Oh, you're back. Oh, we're back. Yeah. Don't know we're what back. happened. Maybe okay. StreamYard is having some issues. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we're back. But uh, just to finish that train of thought, but um, I, I feel like addressing, you know, addressing the cause and and trying to do your best to, to face those demons without anything first. Yeah. Would be a, a good way to, you know, to alleviate those problems versus being dependent on these substances. And and um, what I want to also point out again, I mean, I think we're both saying the same thing as far as like they, they do have their advantages. And just like everything else, as long as you're not using it to escape yourself, that's where the advantages of these things and anything you do comes in. Now, also with microdosing and using those substances, I think uh, part of it is that escape and part of it, there is a belief that you need it in order to have a spiritual experience. Um, I know for myself and for a lot of people that have come to me for healing and they have gifts and they have the gifts of vision, hearing or whatever their gifts are, many of them have not used any sort of substance to get to that point. You know, you don't need it in order to have your visions and get in touch with those other uh, dimensions, metaphysical realm, whatever you want to call it. I mean, for me, right. I, I didn't do any, I mean, I left it out. I said, you know, if the universe wants me to use those things, I'm sure it will come to me. I was open to it, but mm-hmm. it never came. And I think it was for a reason for me to know that I can do it without, that I don't need it. So that's the other thing I want to point out, that um, it's not necessary. You don't need it in order to have a a visionary experience. You don't need it to get in touch with spirits, your spirits, your higher self, 
or even the other dimensions and metaphysical worlds. And um, so I wanted to mention that as well uh, with that. A but lot of also, people need to ahead. hear more examples. A lot of people need to hear examples of that that you don't necessarily need it to get to that level because the examples that we're given and, you know, but by mainstream media, we got we got the examples of Steve Jobs of creating Apple. You know, we have the examples of a lot of public figures that have had groundbreaking experiences using these substances. So that's that's pretty much what a lot of people know because that's what we are understood and see on our feeds and and read and research. But the re there needs to be more research with testimonies like yours and saying that you have reached these heights without anything. You know, besides just the work that you've put in into yourself exactly but and, and you and i talked about this i think part of this goes back to the culture of instant gratification uh, mm -hmm. especially among the younger generation and i think it's getting even um, more more and more they're seeking instant gratification in much younger ages like meaning like kids that are in high school and um, middle school and even elementary school, you know, it's just, I, I need it right now. I want it right now. I want to feel this way right now. And it, that need for instant gratification that's there um, and it's getting worse. And I think part of that is, um, again, it's an escape mechanism. And also what feeds into it is the social media that's out there that's feeding oh, yeah. all these things that, you know, you're, you're less, basically that mentality that you're less. And in order to be right. more, you need, you need start grabbing oh, things. Absolutely, absolutely. And then it's, it's difficult. This instant gratification problem is difficult because we are now in a world where it's embedded in our culture. You know, we have, instead of going to the store, you have Uber Eats instead of, you know, taking a walk, you can just call it for Uber to get to point A to point B. So like it's it's literally getting embedded into the culture. So now you you're less you're reluctant to be patient and to enjoy and be present because at the you have access at your fingertips to just get whatever you want. Whenever you want. It's true. It's true. And the other thing you know what I realized I think the universe is changing that for us. Because right mm. now if you notice um the culture which you mentioned perfectly was that it's been a culture that it's ready whenever you want it the amazon delivery yeah. and anything you want actually you know it's available whatever you want it's out there but now we're seeing like things that are not readily available like you know your coffee you know not there, there are things that are out of stock now that you can't the get shortage the, the shortage, shortage is coming exactly <laughs> And I think universe is saying, hey guys, you know, I gave you COVID to have you stop, have you pause, have you go inside, have to look at things and take care of nature better. And now is the next phase of this that, you know, that everything I want, everything I need, let me have it right now. And it's giving us the shortages and everything for us to, because I remember a time when I was growing up, um, I grew up in revolution, I grew up in war, and uh, I was remembering that this morning, actually, that uh, they, they gave us these um, coupons that per family, and depending how many people were in your family, 
would tell you like how many eggs you could get, um, how much mm -hmm. bread you could get, how much milk you could get, how much even oil you could get to warm up your house. Um, wow. So all those things were based and there were these lines that we would go in like, you know, I would go in one line or my sister would go in another line and we had to get, you know, we, it wasn't there. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, you know, and now I, I don't know if it's going to get that bad, but I see the shortages now that people, hey, you know, like for me, yeah. my Nespresso, all those coffees that I like. <laughs> It's not there anymore. I was like, hmm. Wow. It's a, it's, a, it's a good feeling, actually. I'm like, yeah, it's not there. Now what am I going to do? Right, right. And it's and that's a blessing in the first because this is a, a definitely a good teaching opportunity for people to be like, okay, I kind of have to fend for myself. Maybe I should learn how to grow vegetables in a garden or how to grow my own coffee beans to not, you know, be a, to suffer and wait in long lines at the grocery store and not be able to have the things I enjoy. So um, the, the co-pendency, the co so you, you're codependent on these instant gratifications, these, these uh, apps and, and ways to get whatever you want, whenever you want. The world is kind of making you either a victim, and if you're too deep into the instant gratification, you, you're pretty much shit out of luck. Or you could be like, hmm, let me use this as an opportunity to be able to do things on my own so I don't have to rely on these services. And in turn, you kind of, you use your presence. You, you become present. You maybe you pick up a new hobby. You enjoy gardening. And the, I feel like this is definitely a wake-up call to a lot of people to, to really stop being so codependent on these services well, and escape you, that inner matrix. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, do you, how do you see social media – um, coming into play when it comes to this, um, everything, honestly, I think it touches everything. It touches the microdosing. I, it touches this instant gratification. It touches even like, um, I know I have a lot of cl uh, clients that come to me uh, for their kids that they have eating disorders and, um, you know, so how do you see social media? Because, I mean, I use social media just as bare minimum, but I know mm -hmm. with the younger generation that, I mean, like, I know my son is in Snapchat and um, he's not on Twitch, but I was like, I know he's TikTok. told me Twitch, TikTok, Discord, um, yeah. you know, yep, Instagram, yep. Facebook. It's like so many of it. Like Facebook is for the old people, mom, but okay, <laughs> the other ones. But um, there's so much out there. And what, what yeah. do you think is, um, how is that causing all these issues for the young people? So wow, this is a heavy topic and I have a lot to say about it, but I'm gonna start off by saying that social media from top to bottom, age zero to 85, is the biggest programming tool used in mankind. You know, mm -hmm. this it's, um, we don't longer watch television or the news as much as we're on our phones constantly scrolling through feeds to get, and this is our main source of getting our information. So these apps and these social media companies understand that, and it's kind of crazy that they, the executives on the top of these apps are psychology experts. They know it's going to keep you sucked in. Their job is to understand you more than you understand yourself or anybody close to you understands yourself. So when you scroll 
you would, you're going to get that hit of dopamine. You're going to get that hit of gratification of like, oh, wow, I like this. This is satisfying. And it, it gets dangerous because when you mindlessly scroll and you don't use it consciously, it could make, get, make you fall into that deep rabbit hole of comparison and negativity and depression because you feel like you're not reaching milestones like your friend is or you're not you're, your life was supposed to be together at 22 but you're, you're behind and um i want to just make it very clear to people that you could have an active part in this programming and create your own algorithm mm -hmm. so you if you you notice that your whatever is on your feed your explore page whatever you scroll is, is stuff that makes you feel down you wipe it out and go into the pages that you feel like you need help in. If you need, feel like you need to get on your fitness journey, follow fitness pages with authentic information. If you feel like you want to, you know, strengthen your spiritual side, whatever walk path you may walk, Christian, Buddhist, you know, go into those, go into these pages because there's a page for everything and have an active role of the information you're consuming. You know, your, your diet isn't just what you eat. Your diet is what you see, what you read, what you take in. So play an active role in this, this new world that we're living in and use and watch information that's going to propel you forward and not going to bring you down. And, and use this social media. It's, as much as I said bad, it's very good. You could launch a business. This is, you don't need to hire marketing. You could market yourself. You can, you could, you, if you go viral on TikTok, you could get royalties, you could get money per view, per stream, you could get partnerships. So gear your mind away from the consumer part and just mindlessly being a consumer and then be, move towards, okay, let me make this system help me and my family and my loved ones and move me forward. And when I find myself coming back down, because of it, let me take a social media detox. Let me delete these apps. It's as simple as swipe delete let me delete them let me take a break that and that's uh what i surface level what i think about it yeah i i, I agree with you clearing your feed is very important um i i talked about this in different uh aspects of it that the more um like you said you know follow the things that helps you follow the ones and even in those um, you got to see if the energy matches what you want, because just because it comes under that umbrella of self-help, under the umbrella of exercise, under all those things, still has to match your energy, still has to feel good. Because if it's not, then it's not for you. And the information you're getting is not helping you. Just because it's good, per se, doesn't mean that it's good for you where you're at in your life. And the other thing also, I know um, that's a, um, yes, it's good social media that, you know, people use it for business and marketing. And mm -hmm. I see it that there's a trap also in that as well, where um, you get sucked into, I'm not doing enough. Look at this mm -hmm. one. They're like, they're saying like, they've done this and this and this, and they've gotten to this place. And, oh, maybe I need to do this. And maybe I need it's like going out too much again with everything bring it back in because right. if it's not good for you if it doesn't feel good for you it's not for you it's not the way to use it so use exactly. even them as a marketing tool as a business tool 
use it the way it feels good to you, not the way people tell you. Because for me, like I know I get lots of things that emails and, you know, messages on there that says, you know, come do this, come do that. And if you're not grounded in what you want and you pursue all those things, you'll see at the end of the day, it's more about like reaching outside again. Let me go grab this. Let me go because, oh, this, maybe this will bring me money. Maybe this will do. go from the inside because right. part of it was like, I know I, I get them to say like, okay, you come and put it in here and then you're going to tag this and you're going to, it's basically like a marketing chain that you want them to come back to you. And right. they say, well, you need to make sure that they need you. You constantly, all the markets like, you need to make sure that the people need you and they want you and you have to like go out there and make, make them believe that they need you. I'm like, well, what if I don't want them to need me? I want them to know that they, you know, that exactly. they, they have whatever they need inside. And I just want to guide them to that. And right. they're like, well, then you're not going to make money. I'm like, well, <laughs> then, you know, I'll find my way of making money. Not the Exactly. Way. So be mindful with all of, again, I think it goes back to our first point. Whatever you use, whatever you do, make sure it feels good for you. And it's the right tool to get you back inside, from inside come out, not outside. Right, right. And then I, I love that point that you made, that make sure it's right for you. Because on a specific specific example, there's um like a the woke culture and, and, mm -hmm. and the, the spiritual culture on these social media platforms. They're taking something that's supposed to be beautiful, organic, and, and seamless and providing it with rules and constructs that are making people have an idea that I'm holier than you. Like I'm more mm -hmm. spiritual, I'm more woke than you. You, you, you're a goner. So and that's and that's the complete opposite of what we're trying to do here. We're trying to become whole. Yes. We're not trying to be compartmentalized. So, so I feel like um, do what's right for you, and then and work on strengthening that independent. You know, whatever your moral compass is. I don't like using that word. Just whatever it feels right for you. Be aware, be the, in the driver's seat of what information you're taking in, all right? Take an active role in, in understanding like, hmm, may, maybe this doesn't really align with what I'm, I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to heal or what I'm trying to fix. And, you know, I've just nobody's better than anybody, to be honest. Everybody's mm -hmm. a student forever. So yes. we are students forever. Don't, don't look down on pie. Nobody's beneath you. We're all here together to help each other come up. And when we're all up together, we just enjoy the ride. I love that. I love that because um, I tell this to everybody, we're, we're never going to get it done. Yeah. We are never going to get it done. We're always constantly learning. We're constantly healing. It's, it's a process. It's a, it's, a, it's a beginning and an end. It's a constant death and a rebirth and we're mm -hmm. it's gonna as long as we're in these physical bodies that's gonna happen and mm -hmm. i'm happy that you brought the sort of the woke um trap that's there um yeah because i a lot of times i have to tell my clients to for for a while just stop looking at books and youtube videos and everything 
and because I want them to connect back inside your heart in your heart that's your guidance that's your intuition mm -hmm. everything you know in here what feels good for you and what's right for you and um a lot of those things like you mentioned it's the energy behind it once yeah. you figure out your own energy what feels good to you then you can distinguish what's right for you and what's not and a lot of right. times when i those material out there uh, they're good ones. I'm not saying, and you will find what is right for you. Universe is always guiding you no matter what anyway. Right. You are always going to get, it. even if you go down this rabbit hole, it's mm -hmm. going to bring you back to where you need to be. But um, start getting back in touch with yourself because everything behind everything, there is an energy. Yes. There is a... I put my energy into these videos. Samir has his energy in this video. Anything you touch has the energy of the person presenting it and bringing it to you. And if that's a match to you, great. Um, but if it's not, just because somebody says it doesn't make it so. So you got to take all that information and you parse it out. What feels good to me? What feels good to me in my heart for me at this time? Because we're all right. evolving and changing as well. The me that's sitting here today, is not the me you know 10 days from now two different people that's right that's right that's right we're constantly we're in a constant you know transformative state and i really want to bring up a good uh on, while on the topic of social media and everything uh if you notice a narrative that's being aggressively pushed or or a system or a culture that's being aggressively pushed as a user as a human being just look at it and Take a step back and really just make your own decisions whether you want to participate or not because there's power in numbers when a lot of people are talking about something it's unconsciously going to get embedded in your brain whether it be like a, a big thing that happened in in like the oscars will smith slapping somebody the more energy you put towards something the, the more collective energy it has towards it the more it's going to affect you so Understand that these these systems, these phones, these social media companies are made to make you dependent on tech and technology. And don't take an active role in you being a human being and take a step back and always use it for you and not let it use you. Perfectly said. I want to add one more thing and get your perspective too. Yes. Video games. Video games. Mm. Gaming, fun, I, I, nothing against gaming guys, but I also know in that because I've talked to people that make these games and mm -hmm. they, when you mention psychology, they hire people and they do it in a way to, um, I don't want to say get you hooked. I don't, I don't have the right word for it, but it's like, you know, it, it intensifies all those feelings and emotions and i'm like i've noticed mm -hmm. it with my son i tell him it's like well when you when you're on there too much have you seen how you change as you as soon as you stop you're like you know it's like you're <laughs> vibrating yeah and you, you just need to downtime and i don't mm -hmm. know if um people are aware of even video games how much it impacts you Oh yeah, when we talk about escaping reality, video games is is the number one. 
and you and you, I don't, I'll get to this in, at, towards the end, but um, video games, gaming in general, is pretty much geared towards creating a reality that you enjoy more virtually than your your actual reality here on Earth. That's why you get so into it. You're playing Call of Duty. You're yelling on the mic like, "On me, on me." It's you literally just like you're watching a movie as if you're in the movie, you're in the game. And now there's technologies getting put out there, meta, you know, the Oculus where you, you're mm-hmm. in this, a virtual reality and they're, they're slowly trying to creep you into enjoying a reality virtually more than your actual life. And I personally think that one, they, they want it to be one day that you come home from work and you just plug in and then you enjoy the life of your dreams virtually. And you be aware of that. That's what's going on. That makes on. me sad. It's sad. I agree with sad. you. That yeah. just made me so sad that one day, imagine the culture that, you know, you're going to work and then you're like, okay, I'm going to unplug by just going into the life I want. Of my oh dreams, my God, but it's virtual. They literally, so yeah, it's it's sad, but you know what? There's a lot of people yeah. that think the contrary. They can't wait for it. And... um just be aware that that's what's going on be aware that that's going on and be also be aware that you could make this current physical life that you're living beautiful yeah like it was supposed to be designed to be but what i mean for you i'm i'm really curious i i don't i can't do gaming honestly i just um Ilya's asked me to play with him some of these games i'm like i cannot even follow it i like i i don't like maybe he says you're old i said okay i'm old i just cannot do it and then we got like he got an oculus to use it for exercise stuff and Mm -hmm. and i said yeah i I wanted to use it because you can do artwork in there Mm -hmm. and i can't do it the whole thing like it just gets me dizzy i get a headache it just messes with my whole system i'm like (laughs) okay i can't even do this one yeah but I know, like his age group, like all of them, they have these things and they play on it. So what is, and it's, I don't know if they're using it as an escape or is just fun to them. It's a way I know for them, it's a way to connect with each other. That's the way right. he connects with his friends. They're right. all online. They're talking to each other. You know, sometimes that he has them even like on. Um, FaceTime, uh, they're like mm-hmm. a, five of them on FaceTime and they're playing together. So I know that they use it as a socialization. So what do you think about that? What Do you have any messages for them, uh, for the kids that they're using it? You know, how can they use it better? I mean, like, I don't mind right. them using it, but how can they use it better? Even as a socializing tool, how can they use it better so they don't get sucked into it? I say, I say, utilize the technology, have fun with it, but understand it for what it is. And uh, I, I say for the young kids, young boys, young girls out there that use it and have really good time connecting with their friends on Fortnite, whatever it may be, have that fun, but also have more fun in the real world. So meet up with each other, go ride your bikes, go play flag football, go have races, go play manhunt outside, because that's the way... I, that's the way I personally grew up. That's the way a lot of yeah. people before me grew up. And we had awesome childhood memories that aren't virtual memories. You know, we, we, down the line, we're not going to really be talking about how we had a good time meeting up at Fortnite and having a 5-0 streak. You know, that's that's literally what's going to be happening as the generations progress. And 
it's physical fun. It's not only just fun, but you're getting two birds, one stone. You get exercise out of it. You know, you, you get exercise out of it. You get tired. You probably get better sleep at night because the screens being so locked in onto the screens and, and onto the blue light and the virtual reality on the Oculus, yeah. you're going to mess up your sleep schedule. You're going to, your brain isn't going to be functioning in the way it would be if you are participating in real life. Wake up when the sun rises, take some of that sunlight, go out, get tired, go to sleep when the sun goes down versus some people are taking like pre-workout drinks to get on the game and be wired, caffeinated yeah, I know. until four in the morning. Yeah. So, I, so understand that it disrupts life's natural rhythm and have as much as you have virtual fun, have more real fun. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. I hope more kids are listening or more parents. I mean, as parents, it becomes hard too. You know, you, we push our kids, but at some point it's just, um, it's, and like for Ilya, I know a lot of times, like he's the only child and he's mm -hmm. like, you know, he wants to go out there and be with friends. But if all his friends are online, it's like, well, you know, nobody's coming out to play. So it doesn't give him that option and it becomes harder, you know. And I always get to be the playmate, but then I'm mom. I'm not, mm -hmm. you know, the friend that he can play with. So I'm hoping that more and more kids step away from the games and yeah. um, these online things and social media. And uh, because I've even seen them when they get into together, not all of them, but some of them when his friends are here, even with each other, they're like on their screens. I'm like, you don't, like you know, what are they doing? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, they're talking like to that kid. It's like, well, get off and talk to the kid. Right. So. Right. And I, I want to add something, too. I don't want to just talk bad on it because the gaming world, you could make a living. There's people yeah. that are making a living off of gaming. Uh, if, and if that's your dream and aspiration, go for it. You know? Go for it. Yeah. If, if, you're good for, if you're good at Call of Duty, if you're good at 2K, you want to go on Twitch, you have the personality to be behind the camera and and yeah. get an audience on YouTube, go for, go it. for it. That's yeah. great, great market. It's a great hobby. And you, you just turn, you know, gaming into a career. And I, I applaud that. But at the same time, when you realize you're getting sucked, there has to be balance and everything. Have, mm -hmm. have real fun, interact with people face-to-face, -face, you know, learn how to be good at conversations with people in the eye. And then, and then have, you know, just make the best out of this physical experience that we get. And then, exactly. You know, get right. I, th I think all of those things that we talked about today, it brings it, uh, if I would bring it down, it would be that, again, it's something we always preach in everything, it, all these shows, you know, take it back inside, see what feels yeah. good for you, what matches your energy, and there's a balance. There is no right and wrong. There's like even food, everything, there's a balance, right. you know, you, you can enjoy everything, but make sure you're balancing it and it feels good and you're following your um, truth and your heart and that gets you there. That's right. That's right. Samir, always a pleasure. I love these conversations. Right. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show as well. If there are topics you guys want us to talk about, get in touch with Samir, get in touch with me. And maybe at some point we'll even have more guests on the show. But please, uh, yeah, if there are things you want us to talk about, um, email us, comment, text. And so grateful for all you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Samir. Thank you. Have a good day, no everybody. Bye.